0: The Die Hard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. For every $25 you bet on college basketball, WinBet is giving you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March Madness and $1,000 in free WinBet credits. Download the WinBet app now or visit WynNBet.com and start winning today. We're also ready to buy PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $25,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, make sure you download the SGP an app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Ooh. Welcome, everyone, to the Die Hard Eagles podcast. I'm Sean, stacking the muddy green with my fellow diehards, Rob and Justin, and we're here talking about free agency. We're going to start with a nice little free agency preview, breaking down whether we think these Eagles that are up for uh, you know free agents, should they stay? Should they go? We will decide it all. Our decisions will be final. We'll send it over to Howie. Yeah, I, I'm sure he listens to the show. He's going to he's going to heed our advice and he's going to uh, listen to us. And uh, we're going to dominate 2022. The off season's here. We got the combine little news coming out of there. Nothing too crazy, but some fun stuff to break down. Justin, what's happening? How are how, how you feeling right now about the Eagles in general?
1: I think overall, pretty positive. I mean, we, we're good with the cap right now, uh, looking into free agency. And then uh, we got solid picks. So what is there not to be happy about at the moment? I know there's questions about Hurts, but uh, I think we've all pointed out that we think he's definitely the guy to start, at least in this upcoming season. And, you know, he played a decent year. We'll see if he can uh, make it better.
0: Yeah, I feel like it, we're gonna have to just keep talking about Hurts because it, it's just gonna keep coming up until maybe after the draft, maybe after free agency. Then, if nothing major happens, it will feel like he's kind of locked in as the starter. How he came out, Sirianni came out, you know, saying, uh, "Hey, Jalen Hurts is the guy going into 2022." Robert, are you skeptical at all? I mean, I, I guess you have to say that to some degree, but do you take any? Any, uh, d- Does it mean anything to you, Howie's saying Hurts is the guy? No. I mean, look, um,
2: Hurts is the guy until there's someone better on the roster. So I think Howie's going to continue to say that. I mean, as of today, he is the starter. I still think it's, it's very likely, and if, if I'm a betting man, that he is the starter next year. But should something happen where someone comes available that Howie's interested in, and then that person's on the roster, well then, you know, Hertz is no longer the, the starter and how he's going to say, look, I'm always going to do what I can to improve this football team. I thought we had an opportunity to. And, you know, that's what led to it. So I, I still think it's likely Hertz is the starter. I'd say probable he's the starter, but I do think you have to take a little bit with a grain of salt.
0: Yeah. And you know he'll come out with uh, I like chocolate and vanilla, and uh, you know we, I, I I enjoy both flavors. We just mixed it up. We got a we got a, a chance at a different flavor of ice cream. While you were mentioning that, I did I couldn't help but pull it up. Seeing and these odds, who knows what they really mean? But uh, Jalen Hurts minus one seventy five. Uh, to be the Eagles next starting quarterback or to basically to be the quarterback starting next season, Minshew plus 200, Kenny Pickett plus 350, Matt Corral plus 350, Deshaun Watson plus 575, Russell Wilson, 10 to one, Aaron Rodgers 20 to one. I, I I'll, I'll start off right here. Gardner Minshew at two to one to me is that's horrible. Like, what are you thinking? But there, there's, I, I don't really see any way, Gardner Minshew is the starter unless, unless unless Hertz has a really bad injury. I, I I think if Hertz isn't the guy, it's because they draft someone and they want him to start right away, or they bring in a, a free agent or trade of these. Russell Wilson at 10 to one, I guess to me is kind of interesting because I think you look at the profile, I I do think they're kind of out on Watson. Also, I don't think Watson wants to play in a tough media market. And then Aaron Rodgers, I I just don't see it. I mean, this guy, the way he's, the way he's been like dealing with the Packers fans and they've kind of turned on him to some degree. I, I just don't see it. But Russell Wilson, I think. Of all those names, and I do think Matt Corral is an interesting draft pick, but I don't know if he would be the day one starter, and I don't know if I would take it at plus three fifty. Justin, what are your thoughts on those uh, odds for Eagles' next starting quarterback?
1: No, I mean I think you pretty much said it, Sean. There's no reason to pick anybody other than Hertz in that situation. I mean, Russell's already said he doesn't want to come here. I mean, Rogers is, and it looks like. Um, him and Green Bay are actually, you know, um, on the same page. Once again, I would assume that he re-signs there with the way things are looking now. And if he doesn't, I definitely don't think he'd be coming to us. And you put it on Minshew. I mean, why would he start over Hertz? I mean, yeah, um, there's no reason for it. And if you're getting two to one odds, too, why would you put your money on that? Um I think your best choice is there to either go with a rookie or hurts, but there's nothing to say which rookie to pick there either. So um, I, if you're betting, man, you got to go hurts as of right now. Why not? Hey, we're going to take a quick break here to talk about Win bet. That's right. Oh man.
0: We're talking off season NFL action. You get down on all of the, all of the, all the wind bet futures over at WinBet.com. Get the Eagles to win the super bowl. Jalen hurts MVP. Ah, you know, uh, let it ride, as I like to say. Also, right now, every $25 you bet on college basketball gives you an entry to win a trip to Las Vegas, to hang out at the win, watch March Madness, and $1,000 in free win bet credits. Bet big, win bigger with win bet. And, of course, it's live in New Jersey for all those uh, Eagles fans. In Jersey, New York as well. New states coming left and right. Winbet.com or download the win betting app. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough win bet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call one 800 522 4700 And we're back here on the Die Hard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Rob, what about you? I mean, Wilson yeah. at Wilson at 10 to 1 is the only interesting uh, bet. Uh, I just don't
2: think it's happening. I mean, didn't Wilson just the last week have a comment that he didn't really see himself coming to the East coast or something like that? You know, not that he can't change his mind. Um, I I just, I don't see it. I, I don't know. He has a no trade clause. I don't think he's picking here. Um, I think for us it's likely, you know, maybe they try to draft a guy, but I, I still think it's possible they try to bank one of those picks for next year to, to kind of hedge their bet on Hertz. Um, you know, I, I do think Hertz is likely the starter.
0: Yeah, I I and I do think um of the quarterbacks and again we'll be we'll be diving deep when it gets closer to draft season, but I do think Matt Corral uh, the way he is uh you know has a running game, probably maybe a stronger arm uh than Jalen and the way he ran a bunch of the RPO stuff. I could see them drafting him if he fell to them down at you know where they are drafting uh the 15-16 range, but I I I think no, they're, they're quarterbacks. Like one of these teams is going to fall in love with these guys and they're going to do like right now, no one has a quarterback in the top 10 in their mock drafts, which is insane. You know, someone's going to trade up. Someone's going to fall in love with these guys. And I, I just don't see Matt corral being here at 15. Although some, some mock drafts have him going in the second round, uh, which to me is crazy because he's flashing enough. I think that someone would take a shot on him. And especially there's so many quarterback needy teams. Teams. of course one organization that did not uh issue a vote of confidence for their quarterback the indianapolis colts oh man carson went they... <laughs> we got to keep dancing on this man's grave uh carson trying to hold on to his job by getting the, the free agents together for some throwing camps maybe a little too late there uh, carson but the gm it open, openly saying Hey, just because we traded uh, first round picks for Carson Wentz doesn't mean we're going to keep him,
1: Justin. What do you think the Colts end up doing? I just, uh, just on a, a different note, I just think it's funny that Carson has found himself in another position, and and even worse, his GM has basically said that they don't have, believe in him uh, <laughs> as of right now, and he's just so soft. It's amazing that, you know, he's he's run himself into this position once again. Do I think he starts there next season? Um, I actually think there is a good chance that he is the starter to uh, opening day next season. Whether he's able to keep that job, I don't know. But just looking at what Indy has at the moment, I don't know if you want to move past Carson just yet, if I were them. Uh, but that's, that's up to them. I mean, I've moved past Carson as of right now. I'm going to let Indy worry about that.
0: There's just so much smoke from the owner, the general manager. I mean, I thought they would play it closer to the vest and just be like, no, Carson's our guy, and then behind the scenes look to maybe trade him, maybe cut him or or whatever they can do. But the the fact that they're openly debating it, you saw Ursay. like super pissed off outside his private plane saying like, Hey, that's not good enough. We got to do better. If you're pissing off the owner and he's making a point, he's about to hop on a private plane. He doesn't want to deal with Carson Wentz and his nonsense. Uh, What about you, Rob? I I just don't think they can uh, have him back as the starter. I, I think, Mitch Trubisky, Marcus Mariota. I mean, it's it's slim pickings out there, especially because they don't have a first-round pick, but I don't see any way the Colts bring him back.
2: No, I mean, I, just knowing how he handled the adversity here and how he demanded to be traded, I mean, they have treated him worse than we did. I, I mean, I know we benched <laughs> him. I know we played Hurts, but...
0: We, played, we terms, paid. A, we gave him $100 million exactly. when he was hurt.
2: It's uh, it it seems tough for me to believe they're going to bring him back, and I think we're going to know relatively soon because I think he's due a bonus uh, in you know mid March, maybe something. I think it's like the eighteenth or something. Uh, So if they're gonna cut him, I think it's gonna happen before then. I mean, the the only thing that makes you know, questions that a little bit in my mind is who are they going to get that's better? I mean, I don't know if they're going to be able to pull off any QB trade either. They don't have a first round pick. So it seems, uh, you know, it seems unlikely. Um, So I don't know who their starter is going to be. So that may be the only thing that forces him back. But I think it's clear they want to move on from them. whether they have another option that allows them to will be interesting.
0: But here's the thing too, with Carson, like we learned it firsthand. He's mentally soft. I mean, we, they drafted Jalen hurts and you know, he went into like a mental tailspin and completely unraveled. Can you imagine him going back to Indy
1: after they openly tried to shop him and trade him? I how how is that going to work for him? Maybe their ultimate goal, maybe they're playing 40 chess here and they're trying to just, (laughs) they think he's so soft that he'll just retire. And then they get out of everything and they don't have to worry about. Uh, I know. I know on.
0: you're maybe you're to what degree you're joking, Justin. I, I don't know, but I think <laughs> Carson Wentz retiring. And if, if, the, if this is them doing it to try and force him to retire, I think that's a, that's a brilliant thing because, I don't think Wentz is a guy who cares a ton about the money. He's probably made enough money. He could do his charity work, religious stuff, whatever the guy's into. Yeah. You know, posing with matching pajamas with him and his wife. No, just, just be (laughs) Carson being Carson. Um, You know, I think he would do that. And not necessarily miss the hassle of playing football. And Indy would love that uh, because I I think that would get them out of a lot of the cap uh, hell that they would be in if they just flat out cut him. And it would be hilarious for the Colts of all teams. They They dealt with Andrew Luck's random retirement and now Carson Wentz's random retirement i there's a uh, there's a comedian i'm friends with who's a she's a massive colts fan uh, megan gailey and i ran into her at a comedy show the other night and i'd just go oh, oh, oh thank you for taking carson away she's like this is bullshit i never wanted them why, why do they give up our picks my dad still thinks they should keep him he's horrible <laughs> so great well, next move is that he's going to scrub the Colts off his uh, social media. That's how. That's how. That's how the big boys in the NFL do things these days. <laughs> All right, let's move it along. Let's talk about our free agents: stay or go. Um, you know, we can we can kind of estimate what they would do deal wise uh, if that's part of it. A lot of uh, a lot of guys, late twenties, early thirties. You know, I, I, in general, I'm, I'm in favor for going younger, but some of these guys we got to keep just because we can only do so much in the draft, kicking things off first, stay or go candidate, Rodney McCloud, Rob, kick it off. Stay or go.
2: Yeah. One thing, Chris, Sean, before we jump into Rodney McCloud, I, I just wanted to touch upon, uh, you know, I know last year we had reports of the Eagles playing uh, rock, paper, scissors. Oh um, yes. You know, with the players to judge their competitiveness, Today, I think a report came out that the Eagles have brought a mini basketball hoop uh, and are asking (laughs) players to, uh, you know, take some shots on it. So um, I love it personally. I think it's fun. I think it makes our organization seem fun. Uh, Whether they get anything of value out of it, I don't know. But I I like the story. Just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on that, too, and and then we can jump into Yeah.
0: No, I mean, again, it's fun. Like the combine um, to me would be pretty boring. You're probably asked like the same sort of boring, like interview questions. What's your greatest strength? What's your greatest weakness? Uh, Was your, did your mom ever, (laughs) ever work as a prostitute? It's always funny. um, Like those crazy uh, questions, like now they have strict rules of the questions they can ask. So yeah, lighten the mood to have some pickup basketball. I, you know, I'm all for it.
1: Yeah, I think I read, you know, it's a good tactic. Just to, like Sean was pointing out, loosen them up, maybe get more honest questions because they're focused on trying to drain the shot. Uh, I think I did read though, that it was a Sam Howell. Only was like two for five. Uh I don't wanna I don't wanna read too much. I love that they're but no, I love I, that they're I, releasing his stats. I thought it was <laughs> funny that, that somehow that stuck out. Is that the Eagles <laughs> just throwing that out there saying like uh oh, we don't want this guy and we don't want the I, pressure. Think, I think But no, I don't think that means anything, honestly. How many No, names? I think it means everything. Small two for five. For <laughs> Fucking choke artists, get him out of here. Don't quote me on that. I think it was something like that. No, Sorry, I, Rob. I saying? think
2: you're right. Um, <laughs> he, he was two for five. I think he said it in his in his press conference. Ah, actually, okay. I, well, I see, I like his, that I,
0: taking responsibility. Yeah, not, not he, throwing the team under the bus. I think he said something. I guess I'm off their board now or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, I you know whatever the guy has a sense of humor. I mean that was one of the uh, things about Carson that was so annoying. He never seemed to really take any sort of accountability, and and that just made it that much worse. But uh, yeah, all right. Enough about Carson. Talking wow. talking real Eagles, aka Rodney McLeod. Rob, kick it off. Say or go.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna say go. I, I like Rodney. I think he's been a a good you know a good player for us for a bunch of years. But, you know, I think at this point we need to move, uh, you know, get a little younger on defense. I think it's a good time maybe in the draft or free agency to try to pick someone up likely in the draft and, and start working on a successor plan down there. So, I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't be opposed to bringing him back on a cheap deal if he, if he's willing to do so. But if you're asking me now, I think it's a position where we need to get younger and and I would say go. Justin stay or go.
0: Rodney McLeod. He got kinda-
1: age was- 30,
0: age 32, 60% of the snaps he played last year.
1: Yeah, um, I was kind of on the fence, similar to Rob, but I lean the other way. Uh, I do like a veteran in the mix. He didn't play bad last year. As you pointed out, he had 60% of the snaps, so you do need another guy in there, hopefully younger, to start filling in You know, a little bit of those gaps, uh, playing a little bit more, but I, I do like him back there. It didn't seem like he's lost much of a step so far. Hopefully not too much next season if we do hold on to him, so I just lean more towards you know keeping him and then, hey, if you can find something better in the draft, feel free go for it. If it's something's available, but I do like Rodney overall.
0: Yeah, it's tough because I do like him as a guy. And you're right, especially at age 32, coming off injury, pretty productive mm-hmm. uh, season. Had a couple picks, two interceptions. You look at some of his advanced like PFF stuff. He looked, uh, you know, nothing it was like top 50, kind of like middle of the pack stuff. Nothing yeah. jumping out at you. I'm gonna say go on Rodney McLeod. I'm with Rob. I do think we need to get younger, but I, I'm gonna kind of package it with this other stay, Anthony Harris, who is two years younger, age 30, played 74% of the snaps. I'm I'm saying stay with Anthony Harris. Go with Rodney McLeod. I like your angle, Justin. Where the we we just can't completely go youth movement at the safety position. I like the idea of drafting the safety, but I, I, I do think you need a veteran, uh, you know, to kind of can, uh, vet, show them the ropes. And, uh, it'll be interesting to see what we, if we actually end up using a first round pick on a safety, I'd be a little surprised, but, um, definitely need an upgrade there. So I would say go with Rodney McLeod, stay with Anthony Harris, slightly younger, Probably have a little bit more and he doesn't have the, the recent injury history like McLeod. What about you what about Harris? Anthony Harris, Justin?
1: I actually don't mind Harris either. I do want to get if I mean if you could get a safety, a good safety in the draft, I'm all, all for it. Uh but at this point, I don't think Harris would be overall too expensive but i do think he'd be more expensive than rodney if i had to choose between both of them i might actually lead lean rodney in order to get a younger guy in there honestly and and get rid of harris okay yeah i mean I,
0: i i see the case for that what about you rob i'm with you sean i i would bring back harris
2: um and uh i agree doesn't have that recent injury history um you know, I, I could be convinced either way on these two. I do think we should bring one of them back. I think some continuity back there is a good thing, um, but I would lean Harris.
0: Yeah. And a guy we didn't see enough of, I thought he had some injury issues. He's kind of just quite frankly, struggled to get on the field for a number of reasons, but Kayvon Wallace. I, I was kind of optimistic uh, about him when they drafted him. Uh, he was rookie in 2020 uh, played, you know, started a couple games, didn't do a ton. I mean, you know, 15 tackles, something like that. Nothing, you know, just struggling to get out there. I was, I was really hopeful. Cause he was like friends with Brian Dawkinson and Dawkins was mentoring him. He went to Clemson. There was some potential hype when they drafted him and he, he's just kind of been a zero uh, so far would, would love to see we get something out of him and then maybe one of the young guys and then keep Harris there as a vet, taking a quick break to talk about stableduel.com. Oh yeah. stableduel.com horse racing DFS and it's simplified very easy to play. They got free games, they got paid games, very easy to get down. This Saturday tune in. Myself, real money Kramer, we will be doing a stable duel live stream with horse racing expert Malcolm talking the ponies. Plus you got a chance to win $25,000 hang out with us and uh, just enjoy some action on the ponies live over on YouTube, 8:30 AM Pacific, 11 30 AM East. And make sure you download that stable dual app. See how many winners you can pick in your stable. I'll see you in the winter circle play race. Win. We're also brought to buy prop swap where America goes to buy and sell real sports bets. Oh man, college basketball, perfect time to be buying and selling those college basketball futures. You could be uh Wes from Iowa, who sold a $250.30 to one Arizona to win the championship and uh ticket for $750 on prop swap, guaranteeing himself five hundred dollars in profit and again. You don't need to win to make money on PropSwap. Very easy uh, to get down over at PropSwap.com. And best part is they will match your deposit up to $500. That's right. PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. And we're back on the Diary Eagles podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I don't know. What do, what, what do you guys take on Kayvon
1: Wallace? I, 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 I'm trying to remember him flashing at all he just in his two be, years. Yeah, he seems to be banged up so often, at least in my recent memory that he's not on the field consistently enough in order to get those consistent reps and build the confidence that he needs. He does seem to be, you know, a bit shaken out there. Doesn't always have the right, uh, the right plan or, um, of attack. Uh, he does seem to get burned at times too.
0: Yeah. Just hasn't been great so far. Derek Barnett, age 26, 64% of the snaps, uh, you know, they let him come back. This was his fifth year of his original rookie deal. Uh He's annoying because he's, he's had some like good moments where you're like, damn, this guy's kind of a beast, but also has to be up there with like one of the most frustrating uh guys on the team, not only for just, you know, not, not ever being that number one pass rusher that he was drafted to be, but also the personal fouls. I mean, that alone to me, he's a complete go. I'd be shocked if Rob says, stay on Derek Barnett. I feel like we've had a number of exercises where you've uh, thrown Derek Barnett off the roster. So anyway, you're keeping him? No, I- I'm a hundred percent out <laughs> on him. I said it last season.
2: Uh, I, you know, look, he had, he may, it's, it's a little frustrating because he does make some nice plays He does have some talent, but I just cannot take another one of those stupid penalties. Uh, He he ends up being a liability on the field uh, because of that. Um, I'm just out. He's he's probably going to get paid a decent amount of money, too. And I I just think, um, you know, as hard as it is and as much of it, you know, The the challenge is it's a position of need for us, right? We do need some edge rusher. Yeah. You know, you're gonna have Brandon Graham coming back, but he's coming off an injury. How will he be? Um, you know, we we do need an edge rusher, and I think it's gonna have to be a focus either in free agency or the draft. I just don't think it's Derek Barnett in my mind.
1: Justin, make a case for Derek Barnett. Can you do it? No, I think Howie <laughs> made the case already last season when he signed Sweat and he could have signed Barnett extended him, but he didn't. Um, I think everybody knew Derek was out the door at the end of the season, unless he was able to show him, show some true talent, which we had been hoping for his entirety with us. And he, he showed little flashes here and there, but not much. And, um, you know, Sweat proved that, you know, he deserved the contract that he got and Barnett is now being shown the door. As far as I'm concerned, I don't see why we would bring him back. Um, either we pick up a free agent, as Rob was talking about, or I would try and draft a guy uh, in the with one of our first round picks. It is a need, um, yeah. And I'd I'd like to see that. And you know what you're getting with Derek, and you know he's not a blue chip player. Let him move on. Next
0: up. This one's kind of tough. I I could see it going either way. Uh, Steven Nelson, age 29, kind of our, our second corner back there, played a bunch of the snaps, 87%, pretty solid. Like, you know, did he have any sort of crazy games where he made a ton of great plays? No, but he also, again, like I don't have a lot of memories of him getting completely toasted. Um, so I, I think he's a productive player getting up there. I, I wouldn't be shocked if we drafted a cornerback in the first round, I'm going to say, stay with Steven Nelson. I'm looking at what they project his contract to be two years, 7 million average a year. I I think you can just never have too many good corners. Like, I think we can still draft one and, and keep Steven Nelson, but m- maybe I'm getting crazy. Justin stay or go with Nelson.
1: No, nah, I'm with you. Um, I, I think the seven is a little – a year is a little high. I wouldn't want to pay that if I'm being a stingy GM. That said, I, I, I think you're right. You, you can't have too many decent corners. He did play for us well, and I would like to see what he could do with another year in Gannon's scheme. I think that's another thing to say is, like, this was their first year with Gannon. Um, if you're going to keep these guys, it is nice to have them there another season – to see what he really intended to do with what he's doing, which we all have second guessed uh, the entirety of last season. So <laughs> um, I I'd keep him like, even with the 7 million a year. Rob,
0: they, you run it. You, you run a tight ship as an owner GM. Are you, yeah. you taking, you taking Nelson? I, I'm taking Nelson. Um, I mean, I think ideally
2: I would love to get him on a one year deal. I'd be fine with 7 million one year. If you could do that. I mean, hmm you know, cornerbacks get a lot of money. So it's, it's, it's a tough position, Uh, you know, two years. uh, I I mean, well, you know,
0: it's like, it's a two-year deal, but I think they're projecting that only eight and a half would be guaranteed. So what I'm guessing is that they'd be able to cut him after uh, that first year. So I may consider something like that. I mean,
2: the challenge here is you don't know who you're going to get in the draft yet. So, um, I would lean torn bringing him back. We do need someone opposite of slay. Um, you know, I would try to draft a cornerback though this year, which is, you know, I think the ideal situation is we draft someone uh, bring Nelson back and then move on from him next year would be, would be the goal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I think, I, I think Howie will resign him, but it'll be, a, you know, it'll be like a two-year deal, but essentially a one-year um, the way the guarantees will break out. This one's a slam dunk. I, I don't even know why we're putting him on the list, but it, it's, it'll be fun to goof on him. Ryan Kerrigan, age 34, 30% of the snaps really showed up in that, uh, Tampa Bay bucks playoff game. One of the few guys who did, uh, but of course, no way we'd bring him back. Justin.
1: Yeah, that was funny. Um, <laughs> that he all of a sudden came to life. Yeah. Uh, it's like, where the hell is that? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, we need a whole season of that buddy. Uh, so yeah, he's, he's done. I mean, he's also, he's 34 um, and he played horribly for us. I think there's, <laughs> I, I'm sure you can find a reel out there where he's just doing circles around a quarterback. It might've even been in that Tampa playoff game. He just completely ran around him. Um, but yeah, no, he's gone. That's it.
0: Yeah. Nah, I don't see it. What about you, Rob? I've, you're oh, yeah. also on team cut. Um, yeah. No, nothing else to add. Uh, clearly
2: we need to move on. He's not going to be the answer. Uh, didn't really provide us any meaningful depth. So I, I think we move on and uh, I think, you know, his production could be easily reproduced with someone else.
0: Yeah. Uh, this one is, this one's interesting and this might be a restricted free agent. I don't know if he's a true free agent. He was on the list. Hassan Ridgeway age 28 played about a third of the snaps. Rob, I'll let you go first here. Interesting. You know, like a, a, a defensive tackle depth guy, but what are you doing with Ridgeway? Yeah, I actually like
2: Ridgeway. I would bring him back. I think he is a, uh, you know, above average, uh, depth guy, as you said, um, you know, it's a, it's a position where we could use the depth. Um, you know, who knows there remains, you know, there, there always remains talk if Fletcher Cox could be traded, you know, I don't know if his current, uh, you know, salary hit makes him tradable, but, you know, I think having Ridgeway there from depth, whether we have Fletcher Cox or not, uh, you know, I think clearly we're going to have, um, Or other D tackle Hargrave. Sorry, I was trying to think who it was. Um, But so I would keep Ridgeway. I I like him. I think he's he's a good depth guy. Justin,
0: you you cutting Ridgeway? I mean, he's 28 years old. He's been banged up. Not super productive, but you know, not going to break the bank either. What do you what are you doing with Ridgeway?
1: Yeah, I don't know if I'm as high on him as you guys, but at the same time, I I don't know who you're going to get to really fill that spot who's any cheaper. Um, I, we don't have to break the bank for him whatsoever. As you pointed out, I mean, he only had two sacks last season and I know he's worth more than the sacks. He does fill in those gaps. Um, so you just can't look at that stat line, but I I'd be content in keeping him, um, depth is, is a huge deal, uh, when it comes to those defensive linemen and he's been in the league long enough to know what he's doing out there. It's tough when you try and throw in a rookie. So I'd, I'd rather go with him than, you know, I'd say even like a fifth rounder there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and we're kind of thin on defensive tackle uh, as far as like guys who've actually played and had some sort of impact. So I- I'm going to say uh, keep just cause I, you know, as far as like guys, who know, the system that, you know, I I, I don't know. Like, I-, I think if we get rid of him, I don't know, man, I, I would not be, I would not be dying to uh, cut uh Hassan Ridgeway or, or not resign him I- again. I, I, I think, They'll be able to get a reasonable deal done for him. Uh, This one though, coming up pretty interesting, uh, interesting season. He had three rushing touchdowns, 406 rushing yards, 86 carries 4.7 yards per carry tied for 10th in the league. I mean, he was essentially out of the league before the season started Looked good in camp. They didn't want to sign him. And then, uh, you know forced his way onto the roster and was a real impact player. Jordan Howard for me, I, I know you're always kind of looking to just draft someone and not pay them, but Jordan Howard, again, so cheap, runs hard, a uh, physical runner. Like, yeah, why not have Jordan Howard on the roster? I, again, you know, you're resigning him for probably the veteran minimum, or maybe slightly more, but I liked what I saw to Howard. Justin, am I crazy?
1: Yeah, I think you are. Um, <laughs> the guy's just banged up. It seems like particularly, yeah. I I can't stick with him and pay him the money. You know, I know he wouldn't he wouldn't be asking for much. I mean, because that would be be taken into account with his next contract. But I mean, a guy who gave us thirteen snaps, thirteen percent of the snaps overall. I know he wasn't with us the whole season, but he did get banged up quite a bit. I, I'm just I'm completely ready to move on I I just yeah don't see it don't want it he's 28 now too which is you know starting to approach old for running back I hate to say that but you know he's got well some- I mean he was he was essentially out of the league so you know
0: it wasn't it wasn't just us thinking he's old the, the league was like moving on Rob Jordan Howard what are we doing Yeah, I agree. I I don't
2: think, um, you know, I certainly wouldn't rush to sign him. I think it's a position where we should try to pick someone up a little later in the draft. Um, You know, and I think, you know, last year, if I remember right, we we essentially signed him after the season started or later on or put him on the practice squad or something. So, uh, you know, which I think changes the amount that you guarantee him. You know, if it's a situation like that and you can get him in the camp without, um, you know, guaranteeing him money, then fine. I'm I'm all for it and see how it goes, see who else we have. But I'm certainly not rushing out to sign him when free agency starts. Yeah.
0: Um I, I still I just like the guy. Especially, He's got that cool visor.
1: <laughs> can I just add? I mean, I, I think especially with the line that we've had in the past, that they're able to make holes. I don't, I don't think you need Howard back there in order to, to establish, you know, an aggressive run game. I don't know. Just my thought.
0: Oh yeah. I I mean, I I get it, but I, I, maybe this is a sentimental uh, choice Jordan Howard and, and hard not to be sentimental about this next guy, Boston Scott, the giant killer age 27. Uh, he, I, I feel like the year before he had a little bit more pop, uh, when we saw him, But again, like we can't really count on miles. I I do think they draft a running back, um, you know, at some point in the draft, I I, obviously not in the first round. Uh, I'm sure they're going to be trying to trade for Saquon Barkley. (laughs) Like, who who are you kidding? But Boston (laughs) Scott, uh. You know, it, it felt like uh, maybe I don't know. It, it's some for some reason, in my head twenty twenty was a stronger year for him. Uh, his yards per attempt were higher in twenty twenty, but the guy still had seven rushing touchdowns. Again, he's a he's a young guy, runs hard, it, it, kind of like a poor man's Darren Sproles. I'm resigning him. Rob, are you? Uh, what are you doing with Boston Scott? Yeah, I like Boston Scott. He seems to come up big on you know
2: certain moments, third downs, um, you know, he is like a Sproles. My only challenge with this is I do think he is somewhat duplicative with Kenny Gainwell. Oh yeah. To me, they're very similar guys. Um, Obviously Gainwell's younger. Um, We drafted him last year. You know, I think he showed a few flashes, but wasn't entirely consistent, you know, consistent last year. So I, I would I would lean toward moving forward with Gainwell in that role. Uh, again, if you can bring Boston Scott back super cheap or get him in camp and see how things shake out, I'm all for it. And I like him, so this is not an easy decision. Um, but I again, I think I would not rush to sign him. And I think you know part of this is just the reality of the running back position, right? I mean, yeah. You can draft guys, you can plug a man. I mean, I, I think as you said, Sean, the Giants are probably certainly regretting. Uh, Using a number two overall pick on a running back, Um, you know, as good as Saquon could be and as good as he flashed. And, you know, as a Penn state guy, you know, he certainly had awesome moments, Um, but it's just the value's not there in in today's NFL. Um, And, you know, like I said, we have Gainwell and, and I think, you know, I would expect he's going to get more and more of those touches going forward. Yeah.
0: You know, I, You're right, I and I didn't factor in Gainwell enough. I, I think I'm gonna have to say go with uh, you. You convinced me, Rob. Your your cold blooded accounting nature of just wanting to get rid of guys. Uh, Boston Scott, you're right. Adios, Boston. It's not gonna happen, yeah, Kenny. No and the, you know they're always dying to go younger. And Kenny Gainwell probably is more explosive. Jordan Howard though, I'm I'm staying by my sticking by my guns with Jordan Howard because his physicality I think is tougher to replace. Uh, then even, even Boston, Scott next
1: up. Hold C- on. Yes. Uh, Boston, my take. Um, oh, wait, did I net? Oh, sorry. Yeah. I, I jumped ahead. So I, I just don't understand where the, <laughs> the comparing those two together and thinking that, you know, uh, Boston doesn't need to stay. If Gainwell's was there. Um, I think you just sign him to, you know, nobody else is going to be fighting for Boston. I don't think. So you sign him to what we've pretty much done the past, you know, three, four seasons is just a practice squad contract, whatever, a close minimum contract, keep him. And I think, you know, keep him in the mix. Um, Gainwell was there last year. And by all accounts, Boston actually did outperform him. I like Gainwell actually overall, and I I hope he has a great season this season. But I mean, as we've seen in the past, you know, these guys do drop. I mean, Sanders, you can't always Mm. count on, unfortunately. Um, and we do need that depth, that running back. And I think we—it it is nice to have a guy who, you know, has had a couple of years in the league. Now I don't think Boston is, you know, Mr. Explosive overall, but as you pointed out, he did have seven touchdowns last season. That's nothing to scoff at. And he was able to come in and, in some key moments, especially with, you know, once again, Sanders being banged up. I mean, we've been able to kind of, you know, dip into Boston. Um, and he's come through for us time and time again. I'd keep... Hmm. Just, I, mean, just, I,
2: think, I, I think, Justin, you basically said the same thing I said, though, like you're not rushing out to sign him and guarantee him a roster spot. You're saying, sure, you can come back on a non-guaranteed basis as a you know practice squad or, you know, and compete for a spot. And if we cut you without any repercussions, that's fine kind of thing. Um, yeah, know, I would. That's fine with me, um, but I'm not rushing to guarantee to sign him and guarantee him a spot.
1: Yeah, I think. Yeah. You we're saying, should we bring it back? Yeah. We should bring it back. I agree. Okay.
0: Yeah. Battling it out. Well, J- just, you made some good points, especially when you were uh, referencing my points, but I'm still, I'm with Rob. I, I kind of think we got to move on past Boston. Scott free up some action for Kenny Gainwell. And I do think they're going to draft someone, you know, third, fourth round and and give him some carries this next one though. CFL legend linebacker Alex Singleton. I, I again, this is this is just a football player. He's got that long flowing hair, it's, you know, kind of reminds me of Casey Matthews. Just but just plays harder. Not a complete uh, toothpick out there. Twenty nine years old, sixty four percent of the snaps. I'm re-signing Alex Singleton because he's a guy. He's just good for your roster, good for the vibe. Just a, a willing tackler. And even if he doesn't see a bunch of playing time, he, he, he can fill in, um, you know, if uh, I I do think we're going to end up drafting a linebacker, if we get like a guy in the first round, obviously that guy will start over Singleton, but Singleton seems like a guy who will play special teams if needed. And, you know, if we have our linebackers hurt, you can plug him in. So he's 29 years old, but I I'm, I'm re-signing Alex Singleton, Justin.
1: (sighs) <sighs> this is a tough one. I really it want to is. move on from from the, our linebacker core at the moment. I, I do. That said, I think you do need some depth in there. I assume we're going to try and draft a guy. At least I, I hope to God we do. Um, we're not getting quite into the free agents yet that are out there to pick. Uh, but I wouldn't be against signing Alex. Uh, obviously, depending upon how much you got to pay the guy, but I do think that he cannot be our everyday starter. That's just first and foremost. You're not, if you're signing him, you're looking at him to be a backup and, and rolling with it that way. So uh, I don't know if he'd, he'd be willing to sign in those cases. I'm sure he thinks he deserves to start on a team, um, given what he's been able to do the past couple of seasons, but I just don't see him as, he can't be our guy.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I'd be surprised if he's going to command starting linebacker money on the open market. But, um, yeah, we'll see how things shake out. Rob, where are you at with the uh, CFL legend Alex Singleton? I'm, I'm with you guys. I, I would bring him back.
2: Um, you know, I don't think he's going to be expensive, even if you do, uh, you know, either sign a linebacker or draft one. I hope we do draft one. Um, you know, I think he'd still be a depth guy behind him. Um, so I don't think it's a bad it's a bad signing regardless. I mean, interestingly, Howie said today that, you know, he, he was asked if the definition of linebackers has changed under Gannon, and he he said something like, we're grading linebackers like any other position. Now, I, I don't know what that fully means. Were you not even grading them before? Um, but, you know, maybe something has changed and they're going to value that position a little more than they have historically.
0: Hmm. Yeah, no, that's a, that's interesting wording where he says they grade it the same way, but yeah, it does seem like the Gannon system needs more linebackers and three first rounders. Like if we can get a, you know, like a Dean or some like dynamic playmaker at the linebacker position, I, I guess I'm just jealous of the Cowboys and and what uh, Micah Parsons brings to the table for them. It would be great if we could find, you know, a diamond in the rough like that at uh pick 15. Oh, this one's this one's gonna break my heart. Greg Ward, AAF legend, uh, you know, just fights his way on the roster, catches uh, for the most part, catches a bunch of balls. Um, I have a, uh, I bought a Jalen Hurts all day NFT with that sweet uh, touchdown pass to Greg Ward uh, from the uh, Commanders game, and uh, we can't do it. We can't bring Greg Ward back. Sorry. Sorry, Greg. Love you, but we can't do it, Rob. Yeah, I'm with you. I just, you know, he, he didn't, he didn't have
2: a ton of contribution last year. Um just trying to look. I think he only had
0: like seven receptions. If I'm looking at this, right. Um, He's a guy who deserves to be in the league. I just, it, it seems like we're going to get a free agent. Yeah. He had seven catches, three touchdowns though. Um, yeah. So you got to love the efficiency.
2: You know, I, I agree. I think we need to upgrade that receiving core. Um, you know, I think they're going to try to sign a receiver. I do think receiver is one that they're going to try to make, make a move in free agency. That that's where I think they're going to try to make a move, get a proven guy. They've clearly had little luck drafting receivers. Now Devonte Smith, it's, you know, they had luck there, but um. You know, and then, you know, to the extent they keep Rager, maybe you move him to the slot. I don't know, but um, I I think you have to move on from Greg Ward and I like him. I won't be disappointed if they bring him back on a suit on a cheap deal or a practice squad thing again. Um, But it's, again, another one of those where I'm not rushing out to sign them to guarantee him any spot.
0: Put it this way: I'm rooting for Greg Ward, but if I was Howie, I'd be uh, I'd say turn in your playbook, unfortunately. And you know, Rager moving him into the slot. I I got a slot we can move him in. It's called the uh, the gutter. Get out of town, Rager. You bum. We, we Quez Watkins should be the third receiver. And I think what you do is you ideally we either get DK Metcalf or Mike Williams and have like a big bodied guy playing across Devonta Smith throw Quez Watkins in the slot and then, you know, look out Jalen hurts. Yeah, let's and, go. And Sean, for the
2: record, I'm totally good with that. I, I am not, you know, advocating for Rager in any way. Yeah. I just, I, <laughs> I'm not convinced if they're going to move on from him yet. I, I think it's likely he <laughs> will be on the roster. They're going to give him um, another year. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I like quest. He could be a good guy in the slot, so I'm not opposed to that at
0: all. Justin final say yay or nay on Greg Ward.
1: Yeah, I think I'm with you guys. Uh, I like him, you know, kind of like a Boston Scott type. But I think at this point with Greg, uh, you got to move on. I mean, how much is he elevating the team overall? Um, Not much, right? Um, So I I think I'm content with moving on, seeing what we can get, as you guys pointed out, kind of all the things, right? Free agency maybe getting another guy in there. And uh, as you also pointed out, Rager's not going anywhere, unfortunately. Uh, maybe he could step up his game, but I, I don't see um, them moving from him. So Greg's going to have to go in this, on this team.
0: Adios, Greg. Yeah. It's, it's tough because some of these guys, some of these bottom of the roster guys, you'd like rooting for them. They come in they're They're try hard guys. I just wish they were all Jalen Ragers because it just makes him so easy to cut. (laughs) Adios,
1: Jalen. I don't know why you had a hard time with Barnett, but yeah. Anyways. Well, Derek Barnett,
0: I mean, come on, you know, he's he's made some plays. Yeah.
1: he He, he, He
0: recovered the fumble in the Super Bowl. Like they got, you know, and he, he beat Reggie White's sack record. There was always hope that he could kind of put it all together. I agree. I hear
1: you. Yeah, just but give the, me a hard
0: time, Sean. It's all right. I can take it. Unlike uh, Carson Wentz, Ben Simmons, Jalen Rager. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. Jalen Rager was retweeting Chad Johnson saying, like, hey, he's gonna do it this year. I would love for that. I would love for you to do it this year, Jalen. We're all waiting. Yeah. Look, if he comes out week
2: one and makes a splash and, oh. and has a dynamic play for a touchdown everyone will be behind him instantly so yep. you know I'm root I'm rooting for the kid I hope he can do it yeah th-
0: these athletes act like it's personal it's it, dude it's not personal at all if you play well we're gonna love you like Jason Kelsey kind of laid out a great uh a- and with Rager, it's not there's not even that much vitriol because he doesn't he doesn't seem to be like uh you know like soft or anything or like you know talking a bunch or whatever he just doesn't seem that good unfortunately you know, where some of these other, other Philly athletes, it's been like clear. There's a, another level to it, but I digress. All right. We uh, let's say, uh, yeah, let's talk free agent wide receivers next week. Cause I think that is the, that's the fun position uh, for us. Maybe get into some pass rushers as well. And uh, yeah, a little bit after that, start breaking down the NFL draft for the Eagles three first round picks. I mean, Jesus, this is uh, this is historic. Did you guys see the stat that the last time a team had three first round picks? Justin, do you can you guess? You tell me, Sean. The Dallas Cowboys, nineteen ninety one. Oh, they uh,
1: guessed that
0: <laughs> where they basically <laughs> set up their dynasty uh, with all those first rounders. So look the out, only, Dallas. The only thing that sucks is the Giants have two first round picks and they're both ahead of us. Well, the only thing that sucks more than that is Daniel Jones and the Giants themselves. So <laughs> not
1: <laughs> they're they riding will, with Daniel.
0: They're riding they, with Daniel. They I will. Know. They'll find a way to mess that up. I I I don't think we we got to talk about it on the podcast yet. But uh, or if we did, I forgot. Brian Dable though. Are you are you? Ryan's already starting to chirp. I mean, again, (laughs) you thought it was bad when he was hyping up the Joe judge five and 12 giants. Now like Brian Dable. Oh, he's going to be, you know, Dale Jones is going to be the next Josh Allen. Are we worried at all that Brian Dable could be competent and help this team? Justin.
1: Uh, I like him actually overall as a coach with, with uh, Daniel Jones at the helm. I, I don't think, that Dable is good enough to turn him into anything, but the duty sauce that he already is. So nah, I, I don't think they're going to do much uh, until they change that position.
0: Rob, are we going to, are we going to have to bleep uh, Justin's uh, obscenities there? Can we get a rolling on that one?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure Rob didn't want edits. <laughs> what, uh, Rob,
0: what about you? I, are you, are you nervous at all for Dable? Yeah. I, you know, honestly I am. I, I, I you
2: know, clearly he brought the most out of Josh Allen. Now, you know, Josh Allen, I think is a unique talent. I don't think Daniel Jones is by any means Josh Allen. So I certainly don't think that ceiling is there, but can he be better? Yeah, I do think he can be better. Um, You know, and I think just overall the offense is going to be more cohesive. Now I think they still have some line problems. Um, You know, they're, they're not perfect. So I don't think they're going to all of a sudden become this amazing team, but I I certainly think I can't imagine Dable's going to be worse than Joe Judge was. So um, uh, absolutely. I'm concerned they're going to be on a better trajectory.
1: You don't think he's going to kneel it two downs in a row? Yeah, oh, well,
0: I do feel I just, I, for the integrity of the game. I just don't get it. <laughs> I, I keep giving Ryan a bunch of uh, grief because uh, you know they're Giants fans are all about the integrity of the game. Meanwhile, the, this Daniel Jones a mysterious neck injury that you don't hear anything about and that he's oh completely fine standing on the sidelines. Like, what kind of neck injury puts you out for the season? But you're completely fine. I mean, you know, when Justin had his fake neck injury, he at least had the decency. To wear that halo,
1: <laughs> I mean, come on. I, I don't know. I I, think... I was, Sean, I was hit by a drunk driver.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah, so is Daniel Jones, right? That's, I'm sure that's his excuse. All right, Justin, don't worry. No one's digging up your uh, lawsuit. You're good. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thank you for tuning in to the diehard Eagles podcast. Part one of our free agency preview series. Let's start. We'll talk offensive uh, free agents uh, next week and then uh, do some defense and then get into the NFL draft. Give us a follow on Twitter at diehard Eagles. 52 for the diehard Eagles podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green for Justin for Rob A go Birds. Go, Go